have to tell you that the path to building a business is treacherous. It's tough to come out of your shell and open up yourself to rejection, to criticism, to disconnection. I'm Jill Wright, Life, Money, and Connection Coach, and welcome to Connect the Dots, a podcast that helps you connect to profit with a purpose. I am known in many places as a money mindset coach and an expert in detecting scarcity thinking. Scarcity thinking in a nutshell is focusing on what you don't have, what you won't get, or what you'll lose. It's focusing on what you're not doing, what's not working, or what you can't do. But here's what I know for sure. You don't lack knowledge, expertise, or experience. You don't lack time, money, or energy. You don't lack focus, discipline, purpose or potential. You don't lack direction, creativity. You lack nothing but connection to any of these. On Connect the Dots podcast, we'll explore all aspects of your life and business. Because what I learned is that every problem I coach on comes down to connection. I'm so excited to share this journey with you. Let's take the first step toward connecting you with yourself, your message, your people, and your purpose so that you can connect the dots on your path to fulfilling your mission in the world. So let's connect the dots. Hey, welcome back to Connect the Dots podcast. I'm Jill Wright. I'm your connection coach. So today we're talking about being good enough. And if you want to succeed at anything, you have to take the first step. And the first step to succeed at building a business is to be good enough. Because if you're not good enough, then nobody will hire you, right? (laughs) I can attest to that. And so the question is, are you good enough? In this week's episode, I want to connect the dots to help you know if you're good enough to see it through to success, it being your business, the life you want. Anything that is important to you, anything that's a priority for you, I want you to find success and fulfillment and joy in those things. So here's how to do that. Just be good enough. So what is good enough. I wanted to share a few definitions with you to kick off this conversation. So the definition of good, good is an adjective. And uh, I think it was dictionary.com said that good is to be desired or approved of, to have the qualities required for a particular role. And um, so as a noun, good is that which is morally right or righteous and, or, uh, number two is benefit or advantage to someone or something. So that's the definition of good. And then the definition of enough is as much as, or as many as required. And so that leads me to question, right? (laughs) The answers to my questions always seem to lead to more questions. I don't know if you find that, uh, to be true for you. And then I also looked up definition of good enough. And so when I looked that up, when I Googled that, it said adequately good for the circumstances. So that's another way of looking at good enough. And so then, of course, I looked up required. And that says in keeping with one's wishes, 
or desires. So that is interesting, right? Keeping with one's wishes or desires. So if we put all those together, it leads us to this idea that good enough is adequately good as required, right? As according to our wishes, as much as, or as many as required for our wishes, um, for our desires, for our approval. And so looking at that, it does lead us back to us, right? What do we desire? You have to answer that question for yourself because that's the only way that you can or anything you have or create can be good enough is to know what it's good enough for. What is, what is it required for? Um, and so that's based on your desires. So it depends on what desire or wish to have, to do, to be, etc. Being enough depends on you. And so it depends on who you are, who you want to be, what you value, what you desire, and what's required for that, to have that, to be that, to, to get that. And so I think the key... Um, is to define what's required or what you desire based on a way that serves you and to define it in a way that it's not this endless journey that never arrives at a particular destination. So if you want to tell, tell the story that you're not enough, if you want to decide that you're not enough, that you're not good enough, that's totally up to you. But it is absolutely within your control because you have to first decide what you desire in order to figure out what's required for that. So if you decide you're not enough, at least to find a specific destination and what it would take to get there. Um, uh, but the most important thing is to be specific. You know, my dear friend, Fred Jones gave me this fun sentence one day when I asked him to be more specific <laughs> because I like that's, that's one way I engage my higher brain is through specificity. Um, so he said, when I asked him to be more specific, he immediately came out with this quote, life is more terrific when you learn to be specific. And I would totally agree with that. So specificity, the reason I agreed with that is specificity requires action and it requires tapping into your higher brain. Your survival brain often cannot come up with the specifics right? It just has this general, um, general, um, negativity, right? This general default negativity defaults to the negative that, yep, it's not going to work. No matter what, it's not going to work. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, what is it, right? What is not going to work? Get specific. Um, so if you think, oh my gosh, it's not working. What specifically is not working, Right. And so your survival brain can't come up with the specifics. So that's where your survival brain stories start to unravel. And that's why I feel like it's so important to get specific because it starts that unraveling process. So if you want to unravel the story that you're not enough or you're not good enough, start to ask for specifics. What does enough mean to you, right? We just talked about the definition, um, 
But what does it mean to you? Get specific. What would it look like if you were enough? Again, get specific. If you want me to be able to visualize what you're visualizing when you say it's not enough or it's not good enough, then you have to describe that in specific terms. What would happen as a result of you being good enough? Um, again, get specific. What other questions might serve you in coming up with um, a definition for yourself of being enough or criteria? What criteria do you want to have for something being good enough? And why is that important to you? What does that get you um, when that's good enough based on that criteria that you feel is important? And so just as a couple of examples, if it's a situation of safety, maybe the only criteria is, am I okay? Am I in real present danger? And I emphasize the word present because a lot of times we feel like we're in danger, but it's not present, but it's not present danger. It's like future danger. And it's like, what if danger, right? If it's a situation of thriving, maybe whatever I need to thrive and what that looks like what that might look like. And that's very individual. I know in order to show up as 100% me, which is something that I've learned is really the key to being successful because that's the only thing that I really can sustain is knowing how to be me, right? In order to show up as 100% me, I need to feel safe to do that. And I need to be free or mostly free from pressure. And now a lot of my pressure is self-induced, but none, nonetheless, free from pressure. And I need to feel a certain level of peace in order to move forward. Otherwise, I get stuck. But now I know that about myself, and I know how to create that. Now, because I need that certain level of peace, maybe that's why I'm so skilled at being calm. A lot of my clients say, that what drew them to me was how calm and how um, steady I felt to them, right? That's, that's what they needed. That's what they wanted. Um, and, and so they kind of feed off of my calmness, my steadiness, my solidness, right? Or it could just be part of my nature. I did have to practice it a lot throughout my life. So I feel like it's just something that I've gotten skilled at, not on purpose necessarily, but just to survive. And so um, if it's content, maybe good enough is something as simple as, is this good enough to help at least one person? You don't even have to know who that one person is in order to believe that at one per at least one person will be helped by this content or at least one person was helped by that content that I just published. Um, whether it's social or whether it's a podcast or a blog or video or whatever. Um, or a book could be anything, right? Any piece of content. It, and it doesn't have to completely transform that person in order to help them. Maybe it's just a matter of bringing awareness to one thing in their life that they can have more peace around. Right. And that's one place where I don't feel like I struggle. But as I'm saying that, <laughs> I immediately thought of things where maybe I am 
or have overthought things um, because I want it to be good enough or because I'm afraid of it not being good enough. And as I'm recording this, what comes to mind is like a quiz that I am working on right now. I've never, I've never built a quiz before. And so I'm learning a lot about quiz building and it's a whole lot more that, than I thought it was when I thought I would be able to put together a quiz freebie in a week. But when I started going through it and taking the quiz building course on Interact, um, the quiz platform that I'm using, I was suddenly overwhelmed by all the things I have to think about in order to build an effective quiz. I was like, oh, I have had no idea that building a quiz was this um, involved. Of course, I want it to be good enough. I don't want to waste people's time. And more importantly, I don't want them to think that I'm a waste of time. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> so I have been getting a little bit stuck in this process. It's going a lot slower than I had hoped because I don't know all the answers. And I didn't know the answers I didn't know until I took the action to go and do it, right? And so thankfully, that's familiar territory for me. Getting stuck is familiar territory. I've been there many, 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 so many times. <laughs> and Every time I notice it, I know exactly what to do now because I've been there so many times. So that is a benefit of having been there so many times is that you know exactly what to do. And so I decide that whatever I build, I am deciding as I build this quiz that whatever I build will be good enough. I decide that it will help at least one person and I decide that I can improve it based on whatever else I learn in the process. And I remind myself that I don't have to have all the answers. I'll just build it based on what I do have and allow it to be good enough for now. And maybe this first version is just for me. Maybe it's for me to learn more about the skill building and development process. Maybe it's here to be my teacher and share a lesson I need to learn right now. See, but doesn't that feel more peaceful, right? It's just allowing things to be as they are. It's allowing your circumstances to be good enough. That makes you feel more peaceful. Like I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. That automatically feels more peaceful. And when I feel more peaceful, I become unattached to the outcome and return to simply being present with and enjoying the process of learning and developing my quiz building skills on the way to becoming a quiz master or a quiz whiz because I like corny rhymes and such. <laughs> I don't care if that's annoying. It, does, it is annoying to some people. I will, I will tell you that because some people have told me it's annoying, but I don't care. <laughs> it is who I am. Um, and we learn that B minus is okay. We've heard that a thousand times. If you're in the life coach school um, community, you've heard that 5,000 10,000, 100,000 times. I don't know how many, a lot. But here's the thing. Who's grading our work? I have no idea what grade to score my work, right? I don't even know the scoring system. I don't know what is the criteria for B minus. So what I've decided for myself and not just for this, but just as a general rule and feel free to steal this if you like it too, is whatever I don't know, I get to decide. 
because I believe, ultimately, I believe there is no absolute truth. And whatever it is that I don't find evidence, don't find truth, or don't find um, sufficient evidence for or truth for, um, you know, if I don't find something that's an authority on something, like this idea of B minus, what the hell is B minus? I don't know. Well, if I don't know, I get to decide. That's the rule that I live by now. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't decide and then um, question things, right? It doesn't mean that I don't question things, but ultimately I get the final decision, right? Even when I question it, I get the final decision, right? Because there's no absolute truth. I So I decided with this whole B minus stuff that I don't have to have a scoring system. When I'm done with something, that's when it's a B minus. <laughs> so I work on something until I don't feel like working on it anymore. I finish it. And when I finish it, that's when it's a B minus. It's as simple. It just makes my life so much simpler when I can do that. And so I just do what Frozen, the movie Frozen teaches us and I let it go. I'd let it fly away and fend for itself. It's like, okay, this is a bird in the nest and it is ready to go out on its own. So I just let it leave the nest and I let it go, right? Sounds harsh, but nothing is forever. I can welcome it back anytime I want. I can nurture it some more. I can, you know, just like kids, when they move out, it's not forever. They'll be back. (laughs) So how I came to having a lot of peace around things and letting them go and letting them be good enough is a lot of times I just ask myself, what am I willing to invest? I mean, that really is a big factor in a lot of what I do is what am I willing to invest? And then changing my mindset around that being enough, that being good enough. So that's what am I willing to invest? That's what I invest. And that's what I call good enough. It doesn't depend on anything outside of me. So I'm in complete control and I'm not subject to or at the effect of anything that I don't control because I leave it all in my control. And knowing that I can always change my mind at any time, I can change my approach, I can change my belief about it, I can change my actions, I can change my circumstances in a lot of cases, right? I can change any line in the model so many times It's not, I don't just have to change my thought about it, although that's definitely a way to go. But I just look at which model, which line in the model would be the easiest to change because that'll change the whole model, except for maybe the circumstance. But sometimes the circumstance will change the whole model because sometimes you change the circumstance, it's no longer a problem. You don't need a model, (laughs) right? So, but... But back to, you know, I just decide what I want my investment to be. Because until I'm willing to change my investment, then it really does me no good to believe anything other than it's good enough because I'm not willing to change anything about that anyway, right? Whether that investment is in my T, my F, my, or my A, right? If I'm not willing to change that investment, then it is good enough. It's it's as good as it's going to get right? Because I'm not willing to invest anything else. So, um, so I, 
I changed my belief to match my investment instead of changing my investment to match my belief and getting frustrated and resentful about not having the resources to do what I really want because I just spent them on making it good enough. Right. So I change. I'm going to say that again, because this is really key for me. It has been really key for me in letting things go. I change my belief to match my investment or my desired investment instead of changing my desired investment, you know, which is, in other words, what I should do. Let's be honest. I ch- instead of changing my investment to match my belief. Because when I change my investment or what I should invest to match my belief about what's good enough, right? If I just do this because this coach I'm comparing myself to did this, it will be good enough, right? But then I get frustrated and resentful because I had to spend that extra time, energy, money, attention, whatever, um, which means that I had to say no to something else because I said yes to that additional investment, right? Instead, I just changed my belief to match my desired investment. And then I still get what I want. So connect with the concept of good enough in a way that really serves you and the investment you want to make based on the result you ultimately want. Because there's 50,000 ways to get to the result we ultimately want. And so just deciding this is what I want to invest and I know that I will be able to still get that result, that is is where you anchor yourself. So disconnect. So connect with the concept of good enough in a way that gets you what you want and disconnect from the idea that there's an absolute truth out there that's a benchmark, that's immovable, that you don't have control over that says it's good enough, right? That because that idea that there's an absolute truth or a benchmark out there that's not movable, that you don't have control of, that is what creates good enough for you. That's why you want to disconnect from that. When you feel good enough, you become better. When you feel not good enough, you don't ever become good enough. So I do have another worksheet for you this week. Uh, so go to podcast resources in connect the dots, mighty network community and grab that additional worksheet. If you already have access to that, um, community, you can go grab it. It's, it should be ready out there for you. If not email me, Jill at jillwrightcoaching.com. And, uh, otherwise if you don't yet have access to, the podcast resources for connect the dots, just click the link in the show notes and get access. You can get immediate access once you click that link and opt in. And yeah, let me know what you find out from doing that worksheet. And I'll see you next week right here on connect the dots. What is one simple thing that you're going to take away and do as a result of listening to this episode? I would love to hear all about that. So just shoot me a DM or an email, jill at jillvartcoaching.com. You know, I see all these gorgeous, amazing coaches out there just wanting to do meaningful work in the world, just make a contribution in their own unique way. And it really fills me up to be able to witness this on a daily basis and just 
be part of that community just because I have access to this community. Now I want everyone in that community to thrive and experience the satisfaction of fulfilling their highest purpose and their highest potential. That's why I'm creating a community specifically focused on being the best community for the things I value most. And some of those things are love, connection, safety and security, authenticity, the ability to come and be a mess, to be vulnerable and not have to worry about that being used against you. A community that provides support, not just from the leader or the creator or the founder of the community, but from every member of the community. A community that gives you the ability and empowers you to lead in your own unique strengths that empowers you with the ability to ask for help without shame or judgment, that empowers you with the ability to protect others and the guarantee that you'll be protected by others in the community. So a community that's willing to to police and protect its members. I am investing time to learn how to build such a community, a community that demonstrates those values that I talked about. And I want your input. I would love 30 minutes of your time to discuss with uh, me this community that I want to build one-on-one. So it's just you and I, you have, I, you know, promise complete confidentiality. I would love to hear what you loved about communities you've been a part of, what you didn't love, what you would like to see that you haven't yet found in any of the communities you've belonged to. In exchange, I'm happy to offer you a 30-minute coaching session to work on anything you need or want. Just some ideas about what that might be brainstorm an idea or an offer that you have in mind. Get coaching on an area where you're experiencing lack or fear or disconnection. Collaborate on any topic of interest, you know, whether it's just an intellectual conversation or whether it's an area that is of interest to you and you just want to get another perspective. Or you can just have a private Q&A session with me. You can ask me anything. I'm pretty much an open book. So click in the link in the show notes to schedule the chime to chat with me about how to create the best community for coaches and service-based entrepreneurs. Just want to thank you in advance for your help. And I will see you on the next episode of Connect the Dots. Thank you.